0: Welcome back to episode number 47 of The MP Dude. This is Jeff The MP Dude giving nurse practitioners a voice. That is all of our voices, so keep those comments and questions coming to me. I really appreciate it, guys. I had a great email yesterday, and it just made me laugh because I've been in the same exact situation. And it was somebody that that emailed me, and and I just got back to him and said, Hey, I'm at the office, and I'll I'll get back with you later, but I really want to talk about this. And uh, it was funny because... um, she made a comment that her teenage child is in the car when she listens to the show, and, and, uh, her daughter said, oh, crap, not the NP dude guy again, we're not gonna listen to this, and my, my kids do the same thing with me when I'm listening to podcasts of other people, so I understand that feeling, and hey, um, hey, teenage girl, just pay attention to your parents and be a good kid, that's all I gotta say to you, all right, so I did it, right, I did my public service for the day, I can move on, so anyways, um, I appreciate that email. It was a lot of fun to read that and and, uh, you got a lot of interesting stuff going on in that email. I'm not going to get into the personal stuff. Again, I'm never going to use names. She didn't say I could use her name in specific instances, so I'm not going to, but I do want to talk a little bit about it. It's more contract stuff. I know we talk a lot about contracts, but I really, I'm getting, I'd say probably 80% of my, my emails uh, and comments are related to the business side of things and the contract side of things, which is I, I just happen to have a lot of experience with that stuff. So I'm cool with it. Keep those things coming to me, keep that, those issues coming to me. But I want to hear the other stuff too, the, the, the practitioner stuff, because that's the stuff I need to learn. So I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to ask you guys to send me things that, you know, tidbits of help, advice. Um, comments about things I've talked about in the past where you would do something different. If you hear one of my shows and you get to this one and you're like, yeah, I, you know I, I was kinda that one was kind of off. Jeff didn't really sound right on that one and it didn't make sense to me. Send me a note on it. You can email me jeff at the npdude.com. You can always catch me on Facebook uh, and leave a comment there. You can comment below the show here as well, or below the show that you had a question on. So if you're if you're listening, you know, even if it's two or three months ago and you have a question about that specific show, just put a comment right below it just put it right there. Now, the cool thing is, is that you can actually, you know, ask for your email. I don't spam anybody. I promise. I, I will never send out mass emails. And if I ever do, I'll tell you on this show before I have to, and it might be for a specific reason, but I don't envision that. I don't even keep them. it's there, just tracked through, through my, my online hosting. I, I'd have to go do work to find them. So I'm not going to spam you guys, but you do need to put your email in to leave a comment now what it does do is it does automatically sign you up to receive the shows but you can deselect that I believe so, you can sign off and say, Yeah, I don't really want to get notified when I get all that. I get enough email as it is. And if you're listening on iTunes, why would you need to get an email to tell you to go listen on iTunes? Maybe, maybe you want that. I don't know. Um, I, when I post my shows, because I put my own, my own email in just to see how it worked, it does. It gives me a little, you know, hey, the MP dude just published a new show. And if you don't want to get these emails anymore, you can unselect and unsubscribe. So, that's something you could do too. I'm open source. Whatever you guys want, I'm easy going. So, um, but that's, I, I really do want to hear from you guys, and, and this email was great, because and it was just yesterday. I got it yesterday, and, and I, it was pretty timely, so I just figured, well, let's just talk about it. Let's go, go through it. So what, what was the issues? It was, um, it was a contract termination question, but it wasn't really a contract termination question. And here's why I'll, I'll explain that. The, the issue was someone is in state A, and their husband's going to get transferred to state B. And it's like across the country. It's not like next door. It's not 15 minutes, you know, across the state line. And, and it, you clearly have to not be there anymore. you got to move. But you're in a two-year contract. So you're in good faith, like, going to, you know, have to breach a contract. Um, can you be sued for it? Yeah, you can still be sued for it. It doesn't matter. Unless you contemplate it in the contract, in writing, you, you're, you're, you're on the hook. doesn't matter. You, you, you signed a contract that you would be there for X number of, of years, and if you breach the contract, if you do not fulfill the obligations set forth in the contract, they can, they can sue you for it. Now, is anybody going to do that? I mean, really. I mean, you're going to be in another state. It's not like you're leaving under bad terms. If they're going to sue you, it's a two-year process, you know, one to two years of, of paperwork and filings, and what a, what a D move that would be, right? Well, it's just a dirtbag move. And so, what I would do, and and that's why I'm saying it's it's a it's a termination contract termination question, but in reality, it's not. It's more of a, a personality and um, what I would say is a, a political issue. It really is how you handle it. So, if you if you're telling people in the office that you know, my husband Bob is going to Alabama, and I'm in you know. Kansas or somewhere or, or Oregon or whatever right and I'm not using your states those are not the states then then um, you're telling the office staff and it's going to leak back to the to the to the bosses the people that sign your check the front side not the back side then then that just is a it's a really poor political move you don't want to do that you really want to go talk to them before you talk to anybody else or you keep your mouth shut and don't say anything to anybody and that's hard because a lot of times you're friends with people and they know and they talk they know your families and they know your kids and so sometimes it's hard to hide that information so where's bob well bob's in you know arkansas well we're in oregon what's he doing in arkansas oh he's working down that way oh well how long is he going to be there well he's going to be going back and forth for the next you know year until we figure out what's going on now that is something that came in that but nobody's going to be able to figure that one out so I, I don't mind divulging that information. So you know you've got a year or so before you need to say to the um, to your employer, you know, I, I I need to kind of figure out a way to exit from here. So I wouldn't wait until a month or two before and give notice. You know, you, I mean, you, you run the risk of, of getting terminated sooner if they find the perfect candidate That's that's man, we really want this person here that's out and available and you're going to be leaving us in a year. We're going to boot you out now. We'll breach the contract for you and we'll hire this other person because it's going to take three, four months to get them up or running anyways with credentialing. So the, the the you run that risk. You really do. So you're a year away and you give notice to, to them now, like, you know, husband Bob is transferred and we're probably out of here but I don't know for sure, so uh, I'm putting you on notice that, that I might be might be having to breach the contract in a year. That's You run that risk of them breaching it for you and you you going away, <laughs> and then you don't have a job. Then try finding a job knowing that you're going to only be there for six months. You're not going to find a job. No one's going to hire you, because it's going to take three months to credential you. It's just not going to happen, unless you're doing home health assessments or something that you can jump on and do those quick. So. The, the question then becomes is when do you give notice and how do you do it I can't answer that I don't know the, the dynamics of your office I don't know the dynamics of you and your employer I don't know my, my rule of thumb and it's shot me in the foot more than once is I'm open and honest with everybody about everything yeah, and, and I tell people that when I interview I, I'm an open book if there's an issue you will know about it first But they need to be the ones to know about it first. You can't be telling people in the office and then going to the the people that make the decisions in the office and getting back to them. Because then they're going to not want to work with you. That puts a bad flavor in their mouth. When would I do it? I don't know. I just really don't know. That's a weird circumstance. I guess what I would probably think about how I would try to make that decision would be how much time is it going to be for husband Bob to really realize are we doing this or not? Is this a done deal, or is this just something that's really possible? Is it uh, is it a contract that he's under that may or may not that's you know it's it, it could go away, and then he's back home in in you know Oregon or wherever your hometown is now, and and you know two years a year that's a pretty long time right? So a lot can happen with your with your husband's employer in that time. So it really suck to give notice, get terminated. Or have that contract end earlier than you expected, not have an income, and then husband Bob comes home, <laughs> And then you don't have a job, then you got to start over again, right? Or go back to them and say, "Hey, look, uh, it didn't, it didn't happen," and now you look like an idiot because you, you know, you told them you were leaving and then you didn't leave. So I, it really is all political. This is a complete political move, and you really need to know the dynamics. So this is a big fat. It depends. It just is, and there's no good answer here. But the, the best answer that I can give you is be honest. Be honest with people. People will appreciate honesty over de- deception every day of the week. I, I I had an engineer one time. She was a structural engineer that didn't work for me, but she worked in, in my office. And uh, she didn't really work on projects with me much. But she... Um, She waited to the last two weeks to to leave. And she was professional. She'd been a professional engineer for years. I mean, she she was probably in her late 40s at that time. So she'd been doing this for 15, 20 years. Knew better, right? And she was working on projects, all that good stuff. She had two weeks of vacation or three weeks of vacation, whatever it was. She took it right to her vacation amount of time and then gave notice. And she knew for months that she was leaving. I mean, they wouldn't have cut her loose. They needed her. There was no reason to be that way. They could have found another person. They could have ramped up and got, you know, transferred data and information. Instead, she just kind of gave notice and left. <laughs> it was like, pfft. she gave notice and literally walked out. You can pay me my last three weeks. So she basically didn't give notice. That's a D move. You don't do that. So that's the extreme on one end. You know, you just, that, that tarnished her reputation. Everybody in that office that, well, we're never going to hire her. And guess what? People that are currently not employers or managers in 10 years will be. Not all of them, but some of them, and they remember that crap. So don't burn the bridges. Be honest. If you're certain for sure that husband Bob—I and I don't know if that's his name. Whatever his name is, but it's probably Bob, right? Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be hilarious if his name is really Bob? I have no idea. Uh, Would it be uh, Would it be uh, the best course of action to, to confirm Bob's job first and make sure? I mean, if you're really certain that he's not going anywhere and that's going to happen and it's a done deal. And there's no choice. You have to do it. There's no options. I'd go in and talk to them. That's that's me though. I'm not telling you to do that. You got to be careful. If you've seen in the past, if their track record is to take care of their employees and take care of people in the office, then they're going to they're gonna take care of you. And it's in their best interest to keep you on board as long as possible because you're efficient relative to somebody new. And you're also giving them the opportunity to find somebody as much as possible because it could take six months to find a good person to fill your shoes and another three to, to, to get uh, ramped up, so if you waited a month or two, eh, it probably wouldn't hurt anything, you know, to make sure that, that husband Bob's got his done deal, but man, I would just, I, 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 that would be awful, that would wretch. that would make me want to wretch every day, knowing that I'm leaving, but I can't tell the people that I, I hang out with the most, it just, it, it would just be awful, right, I, I, that's, I don't know I I, secrets secrets for me burn me up I don't like them don't like them don't like them it's it just makes me nauseated and I don't want to do it so once it's out there it's out there and you know good better and different and that's been a downfall to me too you know sometimes people don't want to hear honesty especially your boss (laughs) hey should we do this contract with this for this project no (laughs) oh we need the money yeah you're gonna get sued and I was right they got sued whoops, didn't listen to me, oh well anywho, so that's that's one issue that I see out there that that, uh, that I thought was a, a great one and a great topic and, and I really appreciate the, the email, the way that it was written and, and I appreciate that you're listening and the kind words that you said in the email was fantastic, it just made, lifted my day, it really did, it was great so um, what else do we want to talk about? I don't even know I didn't even plan this, I have no idea what to talk about what do you guys want to talk about, tell me what you want to talk about, um, alright, here's a good one, so I, I have, um, search, uh, personal issue, right, personal situation, um, not, the, not the same one that happened though, not the one that I, I just did recording yesterday, and I'm still behind on posting, because it's been been crazy, second half of the week is really crazy for me, so things just pile up, and it, it takes me a while to dig out from underneath it, but, um, and so you guys will get in this one probably right after the, the previous one. So you'll get 46 and 47 right at right, like the same time. But this issue's been coming up a little bit here and there. In primary care, we get people that are coming in all the time that have chronic pain issues, right? So one of the things that 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 is hard for me you know, as a new nurse practitioner is really sorting through... Is this an addiction issue or is this a serious chronic pain issue? Now, my flow sheet of, of what I do for everyone in this situation is the same. So from my perspective, it doesn't really matter. But it's frustrating because you, you want to try to divert people to the right help. Because if it's chronic pain, I need to get them pain management. If it's really an addiction issue, pain management is not appropriate. We need to get them to addiction help. But they're not they're not saying they have an addiction. They say they have pain. So my, my process is we'll send them to pain management to get them under control. But do you guys, here's my question to you, do you guys address the addiction in that initial visit when you first meet this person and you're like, man, you, this is drug-seeking behavior and we need to fix this? Or do you hold off and just let pain management deal with it and kind of push it past the buck a little bit? Because I don't necessarily think that's not appropriate because if, you, if these people really have true pain and you go out saying, "Well, you have an addiction and pain," and now now you're you're being accusational in nature, and that's not therapeutic. That's not helping anything. So that that is an appropriate way. I think you can get away with that. But what what is your take? What do you guys do when somebody comes in and they're on obviously a high dose of of uh, narcotics for their chronic pain? Um, they very well may have chronic pain. You look at their imaging, and there's nothing really that substantial that should be indicating why they're taking that much pain medicine. And and you you know, do you say, hey, uh, you're taking too much. Hey, you're you're you, you you have an addiction problem. Do you call them out on it? I call them out on it. I'm an honest guy, and I tell them that I'm gonna, I'm a straight shooter. If you don't like that, then you can find another practitioner. But this is this is who I am, and I'll help you if I if you want me me to help you, I'll help you. But we're not gonna we're not gonna call something it's not. We're gonna call it what it is, and we're gonna address the issue. And if we're not doing that, then it's not it's not healthy for you, and I'm not helping you, and that defeats the purpose of me being here. So that's that's my take on that one. I I, I conf- confront it a little bit, and and um, sometimes they get mad at me. <laughs> so I mean that that's like the cage questions, right? For alcohol, do you get do you get angry or agitated when people ask you to you know to to stop or you know it's just it, it was. And you know, I'm seeing that more and more. So um, I guess maybe part of it for me is if I confront it early, then they know that they're not going to get that when they come back. The mindset, the expectation is different. I guess that's maybe why I'm doing it too. Because I don't want people to have the expectation that they're going to automatically get, you know, narco- I can't give, I'm not going to give narcotics anyway. But um, I'm certainly not going to give it to somebody that's been in long-term pain management. I'm not taking that over. I can't. it's not what I do. I mean, I guess I probably could, but I'm not gonna, (laughs) it's just not worth my liability. And I don't have the energy to to do all that. I don't, we don't do the resources in place for that. It's not what we do. So I refer them out. I send them pay management and I say, you know what, we're going to try to get your addiction under control as well. We're going to try to get you down on off of these meds as much as possible. But you know, some treatment plans, treatment facilities will not treat you with, um, with Suboxone or Vivitrol until your pain is under control. Well, that puts you in a catch-22, right? Because if you actually have legitimate pain issues, then you're stuck in pain management in th- that world forever. And you better do exactly what they say or they're going to cut you loose. So, and I tell people that too. So, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear your opinions. I want to hear your ideas. I want to hear your, 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 your experienced tips on how to deal with uh, pain medicine, uh, drug seeking behavior, people that you believe have chronic pain issues, but they also have a severe addiction issue as well. So don't forget you guys can email me jeff at the MP This is a real short one. Cause I'm, I'm just kind of cruising to work and I'm not really killing myself to do anything. Other than that, I want to listen to the radio for a little bit and numb my brain with some mindless music. So, um, yeah, email me, Jeff at the mpdude.com. You can always, always catch me on Facebook and leave me a message through there. You can comment on Facebook, comment below. Listen on iTunes, guys. I got a couple ratings in there. Still nothing new that I know of. I didn't look last night, but the night before it was still only three. So don't forget to rate me on iTunes. If you guys are listening on iTunes, give me a shout-out. Send me an email. Give me a comment. Tell me how you guys are listening because I'm just curious because my downloads, I want to see if if, um, if more and more people are doing iTunes. And I, I have a suspicion that they are, because my da- my daily download on my website is, is about flat. It, it's been, it, it creeped up there for a while, and then it went flat again, and they it creeped up a little bit, and then it's flat again. But it's been flat, and I haven't really looked in the last couple of days, but um, I know last weekend it was kind of slightly up, but flat. And that's cool. I don't care how you guys are listening, I just, I'm just curious, just to see if, you know, what the order of magnitude, how many people are listening to the show. It's just always neat need to get that feedback I'm an engineer so uh, you know you get that background of like wanting to see data it's just it's that that never goes away so if you guys have those questions and comments concerns issues headaches advice for me I'll take it don't forget to send it to me, and uh, it's, it's Friday, it's supposed to be 70 in Ohio, it's going to be thunderstorm, so i got to mow my yard, i can to figure out how I'm going to get that done, but it's supposed to be beautiful, it's Easter weekend this weekend, so if you guys celebrate Easter, happy Easter, if you guys don't celebrate Easter, happy Bunny Day and, and uh, Chocolate Day, um, so have a great weekend, enjoy time with friends and family, enjoy the warm weather at least, maybe the rain, but warm weather, and just have a great weekend, do good things, and have fun, we'll talk soon.